Coming to you from Nashville, Tennessee, this is the award-winning Parareality Radio Show. Good evening, everybody. My name's Sandman, and I'm going to be your host for the next hour tonight. Thank you for tuning in. Well, it's uh, Monday, November the 11th, 2013, and that means it's time for another episode of Parareality Radio. Coming to you a little late this month because I was on vacation last week and did not do a show. Well, I'm back from vacation now, and I'm rested up, and I'm feeling good. I took a trip up to uh, Philadelphia and Gettysburg, Pennsylvania, for about a week or so, and I had an absolutely wonderful time. Uh, Philadelphia, let me tell you, is a gorgeous city. They do a tremendous job of blending in the old and the new And there's just a sense of history that permeates all through that city. That's it's it's just amazing. And if you've ever been there, or if you live there, you know exactly what I'm talking about. I got to see the Liberty Bell, Independence Hall, uh, Elfrith's Alley, which is the oldest um, continuously occupied neighborhood in the United States. Of course, I went up to Gettysburg, and I got to see the Gettysburg battlefield with all of its 10,000 monuments. And I even got to work in a little paranormal investigating while I was up in Philadelphia at the uh, historic Powell House. I'll have to review everything before uh, I can find out if I actually caught anything. Uh, If I did find something interesting, I just may do a show on it in the future. There's enough there. Who knows? We'll, We'll have to see. However, I do have a show to do tonight, and this episode is another interesting one, especially if you're a ufologist or you're into UFOs and aliens in the slightest. Tonight I'm going to be talking about alien plagues. For thousands of years, plagues have haunted mankind, exterminating millions of people. It was once thought that these diseases were natural, but... Could they be the creation of an extraterrestrial race? Are we under a biological attack from the stars, or are we simply the victims of an experiment gone wrong? New evidence shows how the next alien plague may reach Earth. But is it already too late? Alien theorists believe that there's evidence proving that extraterrestrials are not only capable of spreading disease here on Earth, but that it's been happening for thousands thousands of years. But is it too late for the human race? Vicious diseases that refuse to die, mysterious bugs under our skin. We explore the possibilities of alien plagues of today and find out if you could be at risk. Tonight, the truth behind alien plagues will be revealed, exposing an alien plot that will change the very genetics of the human race. But first of all, before I get into that, cliffhanger, (laughs) before I get into that, let me tell you how you can get in contact with me here because you know, if you're a regular listener of the show, that there are several different ways that you can go about doing that. First of all, you can reach me on Yahoo Messenger by typing in my screen name, which is GreyDragon98. Remember, if you're not already on my contact list, Please let me know that you listen to the show whenever you send me a friend request. Otherwise, thanks to all the spammers out there, I'll probably just decline your friendship 
invitation. You can also drop an email to sandman at parareality.com or you can even just go to the website, which is www.parareality.com. Um, I'm also available on Facebook. Just look for Sandman.Parareality on your Facebook page there. And finally, you can still call the studio line if you wish. You never know when I'm going to be in the studio. The number is 615-692-1170. That number calling in is area code 615, then dial 692-1170. Just be aware that if you call and I don't actually answer the phone because I'm not in the studio at that time, that you can leave me a message, but just be aware that I may play your comment back on the show. So if you don't want your comment played on the show, you'd better let me know when you leave your message. I just may answer the phone as well because I'm always in the studio working and you just may catch me there so you never know when I'm going to be in and out of the studio. So if it, And as I've been saying for since I restarted the show, the phone number is left over from the old show. I've kept it because one day I may go back to doing uh, live shows regularly. I, I don't regularly do live shows anymore, but however... That may change in the future. You never know. It all depends on how well things are going. So I may hold on to that phone number for just a little while longer. Right now, I'm going to get ready to do the show. I'm going to let you listen to a little bit of music. This is Van Halen with Love Walks In.
This is Parareality Radio, your information source for all things paranormal. Join your host Sandman and his roster of special guests, experts, and experiencers as they explore the realms of the known and the unknown. New shows broadcast the first Monday of every month at 8 p.m. Central Standard Time. Listen online at parareality.com. Turn on. Tune in. And find out. Okay, I am back and ready to get on with the show tonight. We are together going to explore the possibilities of alien plagues here on Earth. From the bubonic plague in the 14th century to deadly modern-day afflictions, our species has been infected with diseases that don't seem to be of earthly origins. Are they the product of alien races? 
They suddenly appear in a population and seem to take it over. Countless experiences dating back thousands of years link the appearance of UFOs with the darkest times in our history. Do these viruses appear naturally on our planet, or are they a result of a secret and sinister alien agenda? Tonight, we find out. Join me as a terrifying secret behind alien plagues is revealed right here tonight on Parareality Radio. In June of 2012, residents in a southern Brazil and northern Argentina reported sightings of an unusual group of globe-shaped UFOs. A UFO is sighted hovering over the ocean in both daytime and nighttime. What was very interesting about this was the object really didn't seem to do anything at all. It just kind of hovered over the ocean. Three weeks later, only one mile from the location of the second craft, Brazilian citizens stumble upon a horrifying scene. More than 500 penguins are dead and scattered along the shoreline. Now, there have been cases of mass animal death throughout the history of planet Earth. What's very interesting about the penguins washing up on the shore was that it was very closely connected to the UFO sightings that happened just weeks prior. It didn't look like they had died of starvation. They didn't look like they died of any kind of trauma. And they didn't look like they died of any type of dehydration. So the question we have to ask is, is there any correlation between the two events? Every year, strange incidents are reported involving the sudden and unexplained deaths of hundreds of thousands of animals. Could the stories be connected to a visitation? This has happened with birds in the United States, and this is what happened with the penguins in Argentina right after the UFO sighting. Could the deaths be caused by extraterrestrial craft spreading plagues to our world? If these alien plagues exist, could they affect the human race? Many of the diseases that have come out of the Dark Ages also have some very mysterious characters attached to these events. Were these actually just earthbound viruses? Or are they possibly some sort of experiment or biological DNA that arrived here as a result of extraterrestrials? Could the first evidence of an alien plague date all the way back to the Middle Ages? In England, in 1348, the Hundred Years' War between France and England had engulfed the nation. Suddenly, all across the Mediterranean and European countries, a rampant disease tore through the population. It becomes known as the Bubonic Plague. Bubonic Plague was one of the deadliest plagues of human history. It's estimated that around 100 million people fell victim and later died from the disease. Death is quick, 
coming within two to seven days of infection. In time, victims experience agonizing pain, including the death of skin tissue, earning it the name the Black Death. Prior to the death, victims claim to see bronze ships in the sky. They claim to see glowing golden shields and strange mists covering the ground. Prior to the plague coming in, they see all these things. Bronze ships, glowing golden shields, strange mists on the ground. So you have to ask yourself, if people are having these mass hallucinations, were they really having hallucinations or were they actually seeing alien spacecraft? What was going on? What exactly was it that they were seeing? Uh, Golden shields, bronze ships in the sky. Eh. Way back hundreds of years ago in the 1300s, probably not any conventional modern day aircraft, right? So uh, balloons haven't even been invented at that time. So, Would it be logical to assume that they were seeing alien spacecraft? Maybe so. Many witnesses during the the era of the bubonic plague saw multiple comets in the skies over Europe in the areas that fell victim to this deadly disease. It is possible that this disease came on board one of those comets from space and was never even born here on Earth. Shortly before the bubonic plague ever hit certain parts of Europe, townspeople also see black hooded men carrying sickles just outside of the town. But these guys aren't tending to the fields. Now, this image may be the origin of what we know now these days as the Grim Reaper, but many alien theorists have wondered Could this be the first recorded history of men in black? If you kind of think about it, the men in black of today, the modern day men in black, they wear what? Suits, hats, dark shades, white shirt, black suit, black tie. Excuse the squeaking chair there. Back then, wouldn't they have dressed a little bit more Appropriate for that era? Black hooded robes? The sickles? I don't know. You know, the men in black of today carry suitcases. Maybe they were carrying something back then that wasn't a sickle, but could only be interpreted as such. Uh, Just a theory. Just throwing that out there. Many believe that the bubonic plague was just a, a, a dark era in European history that hit us hard with a disease that we couldn't fight. But there's others that believe there's a much more darker explanation for this. They believe that it's possible that an extraterrestrial race could have brought the disease here to Earth. If the disease was intentionally sent to humans by an alien race, there's only one word that can be used to describe that, and that word is genocide. What if these were engineered diseases to somehow control the population here on Earth by introducing these as something that would be able to 
reduce the population very quickly. Uh, what a, what an intelligent and civilized species would 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 a civilized and intelligent species travel to their neighbor's world, their neighboring world, just to secretly murder them with disease? It sounds too horrible to believe, but look back in our own history. In 1763, soldiers from Fort Pitt gave a rebelling Indian tribe a stack of blankets that had been deliberately infected with smallpox disease. Now, this was an incredibly fatal scenario for the Native Americans because it nearly wiped them all out. So if one civilization wants to destroy another one, one of the easiest ways would be to just introduce a new disease that they can't combat. If aliens are sending plagues here to mankind, what forms could they arrive in? Would it be in our food supply? Could it be the air we breathe? Or what about our weather? It could even be in our weather. Uh, you know, I am a big uh, chemtrail watcher, and one of the theories that some of the 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 chemtrail people have is that um it's a form of of population control uh another theory is that that um the government is secretly inoculating us well also with that in the form of population control there's also some people who say that not only is it a form of population control that's perpetrated by our government, but the government is working in conjunction with an alien race to control the population. And then, of course, you have the flip side of the coin where they say, well, the government knows that there's an alien race that's trying to introduce diseases or introduce a disease to kill us, i.e. AIDS or HIV, just throwing that out there. And that is the government. The government is combating them by spraying the antidote in the form of chemtrails. Um, also, there's um, in chemtrail conspiracy. Not to get off topic here, but but trying to explain a little bit in chem chemtra- chemtrail theories. There's also things called silfs, which is it's not a chemtrail and it's not a contrail, but it's uh, something completely different. And when it's sprayed out, it gets these little wispy-like finger-like projections that come off of it. Um, people say that you know that's the government or someone spraying an antidote as well. So anyway, those are all some different ways that alien plagues may be introduced here. Now let's look at Kerala, India. Back in June of 2001, it's an unusually dry monsoon season when this tropical paradise experiences a sudden and terrifying change of weather. The sky opens up and rain pours down upon the land and the people of Kerala. Except it's not just normal, everyday, run-of-the-mill rain. This is blood-red rain. The people who lived there had never seen red rain before. I don't know many people who have seen red rain before. Obviously, they were scared to death. They didn't know what it was. They couldn't figure it out. All they knew was that something was very wrong. 
Scientists scramble to explain this puzzling storm. Then an incredible discovery is made. The scientists were collecting buckets of this red rain, and they analyzed it to try to determine what was causing the color of the water. What they found was a protein substance, which was the residue of some kind of bacteriologic life form in the water. This life form, whatever it was, was the cause of the red color of the rain. Now, scientists also revealed an unexpected conclusion behind its origin. They reported that the red particles may have been spread to the atmosphere by a meteorite. In other words, it was otherworldly, i.e. extraterrestrial. In the case of the red rain, though, no one fell sick because of what fell off of this meteorite, but it does illustrate the possibility of a foreign object falling from space and infecting our population and us not being able to deal with it. Obviously, that's a little concerning, or at least it is to me, and I think it should be to you as well. Satellites have photographed UFOs on planets as close as Mars and as far away as Saturn. Could extraterrestrials be sending rocks from these planets in the form of meteorites filled with a, a viral payload? If so, what happens when they collide with Earth? Well, let's look at um, the village of Caracas. September 15, 2007, in the village of Caracas in southern Peru, a huge fireball streaks across the sky and slams into planet Earth. Locals, shocked by the blast, are terrified, obviously. The result is a 100-foot-wide by 20-foot-deep impact crater with a bubbling pool of liquid down at the bottom. Local residents quickly report strange and frightening side effects after this event occurred, especially those who got close to the impact site. When the meteorite crashed, it threw up a whole bunch of noxious gas, which spread through the area rapidly. Immediately after the crash, people living near the site obviously became very sick. They were clearly poisoned by something. An estimated 600 people are affected by the sickness. Fear spreads throughout the city that an alien virus is becoming a pandemic, but reportedly investigators cannot determine the specific cause. So I think it's safe to say there's probably a connection between the meteorite and this mysterious illness, because let's face it, the day prior to, there's no meteorite, no illness. The day after the meteorite hits, you have a mysterious illness. So the chances are whatever that illness was, it came from that meteorite. Are these cosmic projectiles actually biological weapons of mass destruction? Some sort of bioweapon? If so, this could be a declaration of intergalactic war, right? If you're going to wipe out another civilization... Generally, bombs and guns shouldn't be your first choice because, quite frankly, you're going to put your arm on people in, in harm's way. The real way to do it would be with a virus or a disease. By doing it this way, you can fight and win a war 
without ever losing a single life on your side. That's the keep it simple, stupid, the KISS method behind biological warfare. That's why it's so dangerous and why, for the most part, biological warfare has been outlawed by just about every civilized country that there is, although we still manufacture and store biological weapons, but that's getting off track. Now, we humans have successfully battled every plague that Mother Nature or someone else has thrown at us. But there could one day, there, there could one day be that next plague that hits us and it's something that we can't fight off. Some of mankind's ancient killers, such as the aforementioned bubonic plague, are historically linked to alien sightings. Did we overcome this great affliction, or as UFO encounters have increased in the past 50 years, could it be making a comeback? Many believe that the bubonic plague threat is over, but there are still reported cases even up until this very day. The last full-scale outbreak occurred just a couple of decades ago, this virus that was once thought to be gone forever just, quite frankly, refuses to die. So if aliens are fighting humanity with disease, how long until they find the ultimate weapon? A weapon that cannot be stopped. H1N1, SARS, polio, and even AIDS have strange origins. They suddenly appear in a population and seem to take it over. But could the most alien affliction ever to infect mankind already be among us? In 2002, there was a woman who had a son who kept complaining that he had bugs in his mouth. When the mother looked in his mouth, she found mysterious sores. She reported red, blue, black, and white fibers within the sores. According to the victim's mother, she visited eight, a total of eight doctors, all of whom were unable to find any signs of any type of earthly disease. They all dismissed this as an actual virus or disease that can harm the human body. I said, nope, can't be anything like that. Since then, there have been multiple cases of the same complaint that have popped up all over the world. This is now known as Morgellons disease, and it just can't be explained. The symptoms are real, victims are real, and they have something inside their body that they just can't explain. Sufferers describe small fibers protruding from their skin, causing piercing pain. The threads are multicolored, often black, red, and blue, and they express out of the sores. When you examine the threads on a microscopic level, they almost seem to be engineered. But worst of, worst of all, these people who are suffering from this they all experience the feeling that bugs have infested their bodies and they're crawling 
on and inside of their skin. Now, since 2002, Morgellons has become a phenomenon with more than 12,000 cases reported in the last eight years, and this is worldwide. Now, in the grand scheme of things, that's not a lot of people who are infected with a disease, considering we have, what, 4 trillion people on the planet or something like that. However, that's 12,000 people in just eight years. That's a pretty, I think, in my opinion, that's a pretty significant amount of people that have popped up in the last eight years. So could it be, as alien theorists believe, that Morgellons has come to the earth as an alien plague? Imagine feeling things crawling through or under your skin or even out of your body. Now to you, that's something that, that has to be alien. If this disease is a plague from another world, it's never proven to be fatal. But could a modern alien disease have the power to kill? We have no idea where these unexplained diseases come from. But all it needs to wipe out humanity for good is for it to progress faster than we can fight it. According to scientists, a highly contagious disease could travel from one major city to another within a week. From there, it could spread quickly throughout the country and eventually the world. Because we are so connected, because we have such modern conveniences like airplanes, you can get from literally one side of the earth to the other in less than 24 hours. So, if you've ever seen that movie Contagion, that is, not only is it a pretty damn scary movie, but it's probably pretty damn accurate, too. And if you've never seen it, I don't think you could list it as a horror movie. I don't think it's in that kind of genre, but I don't know where else. There may be suspense. I don't know. Mystery. Uh, it's kind of a mystery. Uh, but anyway, if you've never seen it, you need to see that movie. It's called Contagion, and it's it's scary. Super, super scary. Okay, so I think... That if extraterrestrials came to Earth with the intention of making some type of disease and letting it loosen our population, there really could be a number of scenarios why. What if these were some type of bacteria from extra, extraterrestrials that were accidentally transmitted to humans from just being in contact with them? You know, what if they, it's like War of the Worlds. Reversed, You know, in, in H.G. Wells' War of the Worlds, what killed the Martians was basically that they were not immune to our bacteria here on Earth. Well, this could be like a reverse situation. What if they bring some bacteria or something, you know, with them here, not intentionally, you know, it was just an, something that's, you know, they have, doesn't harm them at all. They don't intentionally bring it, and uh, it gets loose here and starts infecting us. Um, you know, now we have a mysterious plague. Could it be that alien plagues have simply been viruses passed on to victims of alien abductions? If aliens are visiting planet Earth, chances are they're going to, to be biologically based, very similar, like we are. 
That means viruses and bacteria are going to affect that living life form in the exact same way. An alien can bring some type of virus to Earth and transmit it to us with no problem, either intentionally or unintentionally. Now, throughout history, viral outbreaks have been the product of human error, from the mad cow epidemic to the escape of Lyme's disease from New York's Plum Island. Could an extraterrestrial virus leak from alien laboratories by accident? Many people believe that there is evidence that extraterrestrial plagues are part of a much more complex plan, one that reveals that we are all subjects in human experimentation. One theory might be that aliens are trying to hybridize the human species with their own because they are attempting to take over the earth. Are aliens seeking humans that are immune to these plagues in order to breed a biologically superior race? Could that be why so many alien abductees have complained of these diseases? If these theories are true, humanity may become an intergalactic race. That is, if we survive. Our only hope is that we are not only one alien plague away from complete annihilation. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is the Alien Plague episode. So let's take a look back at what we've talked about so far this evening. Well, you got to go all the way back to 1348 with the appearance of the bubonic plague or the Black Death or the Black Plague, however you want to look at it. 1348 in England, in the Middle Ages. Just suddenly, bam, no warning, all of a sudden, here comes this great disease, knocks out most of the population back then, 100 million people. Now, people say that it was transmitted by rats who had fleas that were infected with this disease and that's how it spread so rapidly and one of the reasons why it uh, managed to spread so rapidly was because at that point in time uh, people were killing a lot of cats the cat population was almost dev devastated by mankind and because the cats went around and killed the, the rats the rats kind of spread their flea infected disease all over the place that could be true. It also could be a form of an alien plague. Maybe, just maybe, the aliens injected the rats with some sort of biological weapon and just opened up the cages and let them run free. Um, what better way to spread a disease than to infect some rodent or some other animal where there's an abundance of them that's immune, that can... Phew, you know, go out into the population. So 
we can go all the way back to the Middle Ages, back to 1348, when the the appearance of the bubonic plague first came out as far as these alien plagues go. Remember that there were many witnesses who saw uh, comets in the sky. They saw bronze shields, a flaming golden shield, strange mists, um, black hooded figures with Siths, i.e. Grim Reaper. And this was all the way back to the, excuse me, to the 1300s, the middle of the 1300s. We have strange animal deaths with, what was it, 500 penguins dead and scattered along the shoreline. No signs of trauma, no signs of dehydration, no signs of illness or sickness. Just a bunch of dead penguins. We have blood red rain that was actually proven by scientists to have come from meteorites. Now, if that doesn't scare you, I don't know what will. I mean, you know, you've heard of it raining fish and frog and all kind of other stuff. I'm sure you've probably also heard of Blood Red Rain as well. Now, I, I did see a video. Um, I don't know. It's been a couple of months ago, maybe. Maybe not even that long. But anyway, within the last couple of months, I actually saw a video back when I was doing research for this show that had the uh, Blood Red Rain on it. And I kind of hesitate to say Blood Red Rain. I kind of even hesitate to say Red Rain. I mean, it was kind of pinkish, reddish, orangish type. Uh, very, very light colored. Um, But nevertheless, it, it wasn't your normal rainwater. I mean, this was actually... You know, you could tell even when they had just a little bit of it collected in a vial, you could tell that it was actually some funky color. Um, proven, once again, proven that this came off, that this could have come off of a comet. So you have all of these mysterious deaths, you have all these illnesses. You have a, a pretty much a, a lockdown on it being an actual phenomenon that alien bacteria can come from meteorites or comets. So, you know, I don't know if you are one of those people who um, believes everything that you hear or just because you, you know, hear it on, on my show, and I've said some stuff that makes some sense to you, you think, oh, yeah, that's it, that's right. I encourage you to go investigate this for yourself. Now, I am not saying that every disease and illness that has occurred in our history is the direct result of aliens and their intervention and them trying to take over the world or kill us off or whatever. That's not what I am saying. I'm saying that there's a possibility that some of these viruses, 
some of these illnesses that we just can't stop, that we just don't have a cure for and really aren't close, it's a possibility that they could have come from an extraterrestrial source. Um, it's not that far-fetched of a theory in my humble opinion. So that about does it for the show. I'm going to have to start um, wrapping things up here in just a minute. I, I would like to know, those of you that do listen to the show, um, I would like to know what your theories are. Do you think I'm too far off the mark or, you know, am I, am I, in your opinion, am I dead on? Do you have some other examples? Um, do you have some different theories? I would like to know... So send me an email, sandman at parareality.com. That's sandman at parareality.com. Or just uh, call the studio line, 615-692-1170, and and leave me a message that way. Um, If you've been a longtime fan of the show and have listened to a lot of of my episodes, you'll you'll know that I'm not really a big... um, Alien abduction theorist. Do I believe that there are aliens? Yes. Do I believe they have visited Earth? Yes. Do I think they're living here now among us? Not so sure. Jury's still out on that. Do I think they're trying to kill us once again? Not so sure. Jury is still out on that. But just because I'm not a big alien abduction theorist doesn't mean that I, you know, I can't be right about alien plagues. It doesn't mean that I can't, you know, do a show on extraterrestrials every once in a while i'm just you know i'm just not 100 percent convinced that the aliens that are visiting or have visited earth are taking as many people as what claims to be taken anyway that's 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 a different show i've done a show uh on that years ago uh, I had to try and it, it'll be it'll come up on the replay if you listen to the replays of the show it, it'll it'll come up on the replay eventually so um anyway winding it down like i said if you have a theory uh that kind of is different from mine or you think may be a a good um explanation or shoot you just want to chime in and give me your two cents worth let me know what you think just uh send me that email sandman at parareality.com and if you don't want your comment read on the air please please make sure that you tell me in your email right you don't want your comment read on the air i have a couple of times in the past received emails from people and as as i was back when i was doing the live show i would receive emails from our from people who would email me during the live show and they would put don't read this email on the air but they would put it like at the end of the email that I was reading on the air because I just got it so if you don't want me to read your and of course I'm this is not a live show so you don't really have to worry too much about me reading it live on the air but if you don't want it read 
You don't want everyone to know what your comedy is. You want it to be between just me and you or whatever. Please, by all means, please, please, please make sure that you let me know somewhere in the email or even in the subject line that you do not want this read over the air. Because if you don't put that in there somewhere, the chances of me actually reading it on the air is probably about 70%. (laughs) So please make sure that you let me know that you don't want your comment read on the air. Same thing as if you call the studio line to leave a message. If you do not want your message played, your your comment played over the air, please let me know that you do not want your voice heard on the air. You don't want your comment to be played over the air. All right. Well, that about winds down the show for this evening. I hope that you enjoyed tonight's episode. Let me know what you thought about it by dropping an email once again to sandman at parareality.com. That's sandman at parareality.com. Let me know what you thought about the show. Let me know if you have any uh, different theories or if you think I'm completely crazy and full of crap or if you think I'm onto something or maybe completely 100% right let me know anxious to hear from you I'd love to know what you think also please remember to visit my website parareality.com while you're there you can find out all kinds of information about the show you can listen to the current and past episodes of parareality radio And if you click on the Extras tab, you can join the official Parareality Radio Forum. It's free, don't worry. It's free to join. You can also shop in the Parareality Radio store and even watch some some show videos and other stuff. Uh, Also, don't forget to look me up on Facebook. That's Sandman.Parareality on Facebook. You can also listen to the show there as well, and you can also find out more a little bit about what's going on in the world of parareality. Now, I've, I've had some people in the past ask me about the parareality radio store. Why do I do it? Um, trust me, I'm not trying to get rich off of this. I'm not trying to make money. Every dime that I make from the sale of items on the parareality radio store goes back into helping me keep this show on the air. It goes right back, pumps right back into the show for production. Um, which is not a lot. I mean, let's face it, I'm out of pocket here. I'm doing this out of my own pocket. So if you want to support the show, if you like what you're listening to, you want to support the show, please, by all means, go to parareality.com, click on the extras tab, and there you'll find the link to the Parareality Radio store where you can find your official Parareality Radio merchandise. I've got... Shirts, hats, mugs, coasters, calendars, pajamas, underwear, you name it, just about it, I've got it. So if you want to support the show, help me get the word out there by going to the Parareality Radio Store and buying something that you can wear to support the show where people will ask you, hey, what the heck is this Parareality Radio thing? And also help me with the production of this Um you know, I, I want to get more word out about the show. 
Fan base is great. Word of mouth is the best advertising. So please tell everybody, if you like the show and you know people who are into stuff like this, please tell them about Parareality Radio and all about me, Sandman. All right, I have rambled on long enough, I think. So um, it's getting about time for me to get out of here. Um, once again, if you want to leave a message about tonight's show or make a comment, email me, sandman at parareality.com or get on the phone, call the voicemail, 615-692-1170. Let me know what you thought about the show this evening. Ooh, I wish I'd remember. I didn't, I forgot to bring something to drink and man, you can probably tell it's getting a little in my voice there. All right. So, uh, everybody, I'm going to be back on my regular schedule on the next show. Um, the next episode of Parareality Radio is going to be uh, available on Monday, December the 2nd, 2013 at 8 o'clock p.m. Central Time. That's Monday, December the 2nd, 2013 at 8 o'clock p.m. Central Time. That's going to be the final show of this season, season seven of Parareality Radio, followed by kicking it off in January with season eight. So uh, who knows what kind of uh, special stuff I'm going to have in January. I'm working on some good shows. Hopefully I have some wonderful guests lined up as well. So once again, going to be back on the regular schedule. Next show is Monday, December 2nd, 2013, 8 o'clock p.m. Central Time. Everybody, I hope that this program opens your mind up to new ways of thinking, expands your consciousness, and produces a change in the way that you see the world. If you wish to change, you must lift the veil of ignorance that has been cast over your eyes. Only then will you see the true power of the universe. I hope that you have a wonderful evening, and I'll see you again next month. In the meantime, I will be loving every minute of it.